This week, we talk about the relationship between the church and the government. And a cool place I found called Scum of the Earth Church, so we're definitely going to talk about that. Also, we got a new segment. Aw, oh, yeah. The Gospel Post presents Nobody Special. Hey everybody, welcome to Nobody Special, two nobodies looking for God in pop culture, politics, and everything in between. I'm Caleb, your host of Nobody Special. And I'm Danny, I'm the other guy. Yes, that's an appropriate name. I do a podcast also. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in, uh, and thanks for bearing uh, uh, with us through our episode last week. Um, Whoops-a-doodle. Only part two. We're going to be honest. We're very surprised we're only at part two. Yeah. Uh, based on both of us, I thought we would be at at least part seven or eight. But this uh, um, marks the the only the second time I have rage quit on an episode and said, we're not doing we're not it. Doing this. We're not doing this. We're not doing this anymore. <laughs> no, it was a mutual. It was a mutual agreement. I'm not going to pin that on you. <laughs> yeah. I The first one, that was... That was you. <laughs> yeah, that was that was you definitely. I don't pull. All right, so 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 the gospel outpost is structured. Just a bit, just a bit of background. The gospel outpost is structured in in that I'm automatic title of producer on everything. Mm-hmm. Now I don't flex that often. Um, yeah. I try to not do that. You know, Caleb and I get into heated conversations, but he still has an, <laughs> an equal opportunity in this. So I try to not do that. It's it's uh, there. It's in. In, in the case of if a blogger or another podcast that are comes on and they're like, uh, Danny, I want to talk about the merits of snake handling churches, that I can just be like, oh, producer says no. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the first one. Yeah, I just got a call from uh, uh, the producer. <laughs> make it seem like no. way official yeah. than it actually is. Yeah. <laughs> um, the first one, I did just pull the producer card and say, you, we're not putting this out. It's garbage. Yeah. Uh, and the look on your face there was just, spectacular just like okay i guess we're not it was like oh he is super not messing around today so yeah that was fun but we have a new board it does uh new things and um much to my chagrin it what actually did you just say? it actually picks up caleb well so i guess it we'll, does yeah wow i guess we'll allow him to be on the podcast at this <laughs> yeah. point so uh, i guess um <laughs> apparently my voice was just nothing before i'd like it I think there's only it's like a ghost voice. It's an appropriate term, right? That's sure. Sure, that'll be the reason why that happened. <laughs> Certainly not because it just wasn't picking you up in the microphone. That's yeah. I don't that was just weird. Weird. Yeah. But it's it's not happening anymore. Yeah, so brand new board, having fun, enjoying it. Also, it's July 5th. Uh I was going to ask Caleb, how was your July 4th? But then I realized you spent it with me, and yeah. it was fun. We were, uh... We did nothing. We we played video games. But, I mean, like, we did nothing in the sense that we didn't, like... I mean, I wouldn't say... It, that sounds terrible. We didn't really, like, celebrate. We did in our hearts. Right, Danny? Did you celebrate in your heart? 
I don't even know what that means. No, <laughs> what you didn't. That? What is that? Mean? No, no, this is a great country. I'm, I'm glad to be a part of it. Um, yeah. I'm a Christian first, and I'm an American second. Yes. Um, and I try not to get those two things out of order. So. And it's it's a great privilege to be able to uh, worship God in a free country. Absolutely. And that's uh, yeah, we 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 did nothing. <laughs> yeah, we played uh, we played Xbox and almost had a heart attack. When we couldn't beat the level, so um, I don't even want to think about that. We thought about streaming the games, <laughs> but we don't want you to see us like that. <laughs> yeah. Is really the best way to put it. We don't want you to see us basically like, that, like so. two big babies. That's what it came down to. We stopped and just didn't even put the controller down, or no, put the controller down. We didn't turn it off. We just got up and walked away. It was really kind of sad and a little bit funny. Yeah. So. So that's that. Um, but thanks for tuning in, everybody. We appreciate it. We're back. We're doing this podcast thing I've heard about, and we're having a good time doing it. So, uh, yeah. Caleb, anything going on in current events? In it's been current like three weeks now. Events. Almost four since we've taped. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, because because of whoops doodle. But uh, there's been a couple things. One thing that I thought was very interesting was. Uh, the uh, the the soccer the soccer team. Did you hear about that? A little bit. Tell me about it. So there's a soccer team um, from Thailand, and I guess they were having a little vacay day, and uh, they went to the caves. And vacay day. <laughs> Sorry, that took me a second. Keep going. <laughs> God. Uh, like I don't know why like... I said it like that, but yeah, I did. <laughs> have you ever called it that? No, I have not. It's a vacay day. <laughs> Sounds like something like uh, one of those. We are actually making fun of this. We are straight up. Yes, we are. Oh man. (laughs) Um. Anyways, they went down into the caves, and you know they were having a little trip with their coach, and they they got pretty far in there. Um. And a monsoon came in, and the rains like you know it just like floods immediately, basically, and all. Went down to the cave, mm-hmm. so they were trapped in there, which is pretty, pretty spooky. But ironically, none of them know how to swim, so they were in there for like ten days. Yeah, I mean it was a crazy amount of time. Yeah, and I guess the water is drinkable. I don't think they would have survived for ten days if it wasn't. They found water. I don't or know. Like yeah, they probably had water. Honestly, um, oh, they bear grills it. <laughs> yeah. But the and by I, that I mean they stayed in the hotel across the street from the from the cave. little island. Wow, that they were hold on. on. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm trying to make fun of Bear Grylls there, not people trapped in a cave. So just to clarify before the angry emails come in. Uh, well, oof, it's been seven minutes. And here <laughs> we're already. Step in line. Should we start the step in line bit again? <laughs> was it step in? Oh, yeah, step no, in line. It, it was close. To like take a number. Yeah. You know, like, oh yeah, yeah. You take a number. There's many people. The yeah, offensive so, deli. <laughs> number one. Yeah, the offensive deli. But, uh, yeah. So they a, a team of divers found them, and they mm-hmm. were all alive, healthy. Um, so how did they find them? I mean, did they just? I don't know. I don't know why they, I mean, they were like, "Hey, let's uh, dive in this, this these caves." Can you imagine being the diver? Yeah, and you're just like you kind of come up for air. It's <laughs> like just people. Oh, hey. <laughs> well, this is a little bit awkward. So, so yeah, and I know we're making jokes a little bit, which is I would say in poor taste, and I'm talking mainly myself there. But um, they're they're going to be. Are they, I mean, they are going to be okay. True. Hmm. 
I mean, I'm pretty sure, sorry, I was drinking something, but um, I'm pretty sure, like, obviously anything is able to happen, but right, it right. seems like they, you know, right. they're getting supplies and, like, mm-hmm. food to them. All of the all of the boys seem to be in good health. Mm-hmm. Apparently, like, they're playing around and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they said it's going to be, like, like, a month until they can get them out just because of, like, the way things Oof. are yeah. working. Um, That's rough. But it is, like... You know, it's pretty cool. Like, everyone, you know, countries around Thailand are coming right, in and right. supporting them. And it's pretty cool to see that because it's not, you know, everybody cares and they want to help. Right, right. Um, you know, I know, like, Israel, uh, USA, the UK, mm-hmm. Canada. Uh, there, there's, like, a list of countries that cool. send in, sent in stuff. Uh, like, USA sent divers, you know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, uh, Israelis, they sent... Like cert, like ra- oh radio technology or whatever, okay. so they can communicate with them. That's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it's pretty cool to see everybody coming in and mm-hmm. helping. Yeah, to help get these these kids and the coach out. Oh yeah, I mean it's 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 a story we don't get to do often anymore of just like countries coming together to help out people in need. Yeah. Um, and although a tragic circumstance, and I'm 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 not saying it's okay they're stuck in a cave. Uh, it's cool to see that we can actually get along if we put in, I would say, the minimal of effort. Yeah. Of human decency, it's possible to get along. So, um, yeah, yeah, I can't, I cannot imagine you being stuck in there ten days, and then a yeah. diver pops out and says like, oh, "It's going to be another month, though." Like, I, I <laughs> cannot imagine that at all. I'd be like. Uh, okay is your is your dive gear broken like you know yeah. um i don't know so but I don't... they they none of the it's just, how do none of them know how to swim i mean i guess it's not like a country where maybe yeah. like they're all you know have like swimming pools available to them and stuff. right and i think some of their water isn't swim friendly yeah exactly so i mean there's been um you know, stories that of in, in other countries you know i think a lot of times america takes a lot of our stuff kind of for granted a bit uh-huh. that um you know these other places that either don't have drinkable stuff or there's stuff in there that's dangerous and can eat them yeah. and um you, i mean there's that story about the pastor i think in africa in S- south africa a uh, pastor got attacked and killed during a baptism wow yeah, they were just in the river and the, and the 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 alligator got them Oh, I thought you were saying like someone. No, no, alligator. Alligator. Wow. Alligator. That's insane. And this yeah. was in Thailand or just another no, country? Uh, it was in South Africa. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so it's like that's a really strange. That's a strange sentence that we yeah. don't ever say over here because we. I don't know. I've I've never heard of that happening stateside. Yeah. Or that kind of thing. Yeah, it's very. That's that's interesting. But yeah, I mean, I, I I never really you know thought about that. We do have fairly not that harmful stuff, right? You know, like everywhere in Australia, right. something wants to kill you. Oh yeah, <laughs> but yeah. like here, it's only a few places. But you know, it's it is yeah. pretty cool how everyone is you know working together and uh, making things work. It's a definitely a cool thing to see. Right. Absolutely. That's like the only 
news that I thought was interesting this mm-hmm. week. <laughs> but, you know. Well, in church uh, news, um, I know I briefly talked, or did I briefly talk about it? I think I had planned to talk about it, and then the thing exploded. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, the the Southern Baptist Church. No, no, I did talk about it on the episode, The Guy Who Bought the Jet. The guy who... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did talk about it. Episode 37, which was... Oh, my gosh, that was a month ago. It was? Well, yeah, because we... No, three weeks ago. Anyway, um, <laughs> oh, oh, the Southern Baptist Church, they have a new president, uh, J.D. Greer. J.D. Yep. Greer, I love this guy. He is yeah. fantastic. And in the Southern Baptist Church, they're going through some stuff at this point, trying to figure out their identity. Yeah. Um, actually, cool story. Um, and I think I actually talked about it then. The uh, last time they tried to get a president of the SBC, it came down to J.D. Greer and this other guy. Um, and every time they uh, voted, it was basically a 50-50 split. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and they did this for like three days, and they couldn't kind yeah. of move on. Uh, and J.D. Greer and the other guy talked, and, and J.D. says, like, hey, um, if this is going to cause a split in the Southern Baptist Church then I'm going to drop out because it is more important to to, to not cause a split. And it's, yeah. it, it's kind of an old school and kind of a new school clash going on. So exactly. in, in that case, J.D. dropped out. Well, uh, uh, comes around about a month ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, J.D. Greer is the actual president of the SBC now. They had another term come up. And they, yeah. I mean, they also like, yeah, it's, it's, it's J.D.'s term. And he is a... Uh, you know, go check out his sermons. He is fantastic. Yeah, he he is clear. He yeah. is a bit abrasive, but in a good sense. Yeah, I've heard um, I've heard a lot about him. I've mm-hmm. never actually seen any of his stuff, or like I don't know what he looks like or anything. But it's um it, it well he's in North Carolina, I think. Okay, um so he's got kind of that bit of a southern. He sounds as you kind of a smoky voice like, yeah you know, like arr, arr, but like not. is he like older or you know younger middle what's our line of older because i'm realizing like i am getting older or like oh, 50 no, he is okay. he is younger he's closer to my age oh my oh, gosh okay. i'm not doing enough with my life um no we're good <laughs> uh <laughs> no all right here's what happened i got angry the other day because someone said like Dude, just shoot your shot, bro. And I about lost it. It was a stupid Shoot phrase. your shot? You just shoot your shot. Just ask her out. I'm like, oh, shut up. Anyway, that's when I realized I'm old because I'm getting annoyed at things kids are saying. Dude, shoot your shot, man. If I had a lawn, <laughs> they'd have to be off it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, get off my lawn. Get off my lawn, kids. There you go. That was, um, uh, that was a lot better. <laughs> I have a good old man voice, which yes, is, again, you do. <laughs> not wonderful for me. Um, no, so he's uh, – sorry, J.D. Greer is is a phenomenal pastor. I podcast him. He's great. Um, every now and then I'll just throw his church a resume to let him know I'm alive. Uh, just like, hey, in case. I'm not even trying to find anything. It's just yeah. like – but if he calls, like, we want you to come to our church. Again, this is a horrible JD impression. Um, <laughs> but I would straight up do it. Like, yep, I'm I, I'm already in the car. <laughs> um, so, anyway, I don't know where I was going with that. Just leave me straight up, just you, like that. You're coming to, whatever. <laughs> um, so he also though, has a tendency to kind of shake things up. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and the SBC, at this point, they need some things to be shooken up. Because yeah. there's the old school and the in the new school that's kind of clashing. So 
one of the first things he did as president of the SBC is he gets on NPR. NPR the, News. does an interview that he says the, uh, uh, the SBC uh, needs to decouple its political identity um, to be more inclusive of other political ideals. Yeah. And understands oh, that the GOP in the past... They have been the primary champions of a of a few views that evangelicals tend to hold. Mm-hmm. Um, but to the sake of the church, they cannot be the party of just. I'm sorry, uh, the church of just a party. Yeah, you you know they have to be open to to both parties or even independents. Being able to have a home in the Baptist Church, exactly. Yeah. So, and and I tend I tend to agree. Um, I do think that the Southern Baptist Church has gotten a little too political. Mm-hmm. But it it kind of got me, me thinking. And the question I have is, um, you know, the the, the, the church and politics it, they're important and they both play different jobs. But how did these two things? play nice together exactly yeah i that is a very interesting thing and Mm -hmm. i i would agree with that too i Mm -hmm. think that that those ties should be severed Mm -hmm. um because it is very politicals like just political stuff there's going to be sides to it there always is right and when you have sides in a place that's supposed to be completely you know like for all people, right? It doesn't play well, and I don't think that that's right either, especially in a Christian environment. Sure, I think you know people. Yeah, people are allowed to have their sides, obviously. Right. Um, but I'm saying when you take that and just because a majority of them are that, mm-hmm. it's still you know mm-hmm. it, it feels exclusive, and you can't push other people out when it's Jesus came to save all people. Sure. Um, and loves all people, and that sort of it's not I, I think that they they know, you know, but it's it's something where you can't you can't like push people out because like even though they know that Jesus loves them, when people push them out it's still gonna hurt, you know what I mean? Sure. Um so yeah, I think that that's very smart. Um Sure. I but and and again I do think it's that old school and a new school clash going on. Because I'm, you know, pockets of the SBC are, and I mean this with all uh, uh, love towards them, crazy old. Um, I, I mean, they are they are very old. They're very old school. They'll still put on the three piece suit and everything else. And yeah, um, you know, old school Baptist pastors are still there, and and their churches are still doing great. Mm-hmm. Um, and in in on their day, a politics and church, it was different. It was yeah. a different kind of a. Uh, a landscape, and I don't think it's okay to push those guys out. Um, you know, just because things are getting, oh, things are changing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they still, you know, carry an important kind of distinction and 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 perspectives that they need to be heard. But you, you, I mean, the other part is is that there are things that conservatives hold that mm-hmm. do tend to be very based in scripture and exactly yeah like um i'll take the abortion debate um Mm -hmm. to the conservatives that's a big deal um 
that is abortion is a, a murder, and I tend to hold that too. Um, yeah. And I think scripturally that backs up also. Um, however, oh, and that also tends to be the view of, of the Southern Baptist Church. Mm-hmm. So on the other side, the Democratic Party, they do not view that as murder. Yeah. So then how do those people come into a thing caring very specific and 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 unbudgeable a non-christian um stances on things um i honestly i believe that things like that if they're really a christian like mm-hmm. and they're really pursuing right god I, I believe that those those beliefs this sounds interesting if you're a Democrat listening to me saying this. Yeah. But I think that I think that yes, that is a sin too. Mm-hmm. But sin is slowly by the process of sanctification if you're really pursuing Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Um I believe that it's slowly, you know, we take out that sin mm-hmm. and we replace it with more God. And I think that that naturally happens if they're actually pursuing God. Mm-hmm. And I think that I'm not saying that they're going to turn into a Republican or a conservative, but I'm saying I think certain beliefs like that because there are some democratic right. beliefs which you know, they're not sinful. Right. But right. And I'm not claiming everything they yeah, think is exactly. sinful either. I'm, but I'm, like, I'm if it was clear, um, there are God-fearing Christians who are also Democrats. Yeah. Um, and I think a ton of times, because of the coupling that's taken place, people don't say that enough. Yeah. And I think that that's, that's one of the things where, like, you can still be a Democrat even if you don't believe mm-hmm. in abortion. And But it's like, what I'm saying is, I think that things like that, where it is highly involved in sinful nature, mm-hmm. I think that those are slowly but surely pushed out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that they eventually come to realize that if, mm-hmm. like I said, they're truly, you know, um, pursuing right. God. And I think right. that that happens naturally. And I mean, sometimes it does take another Christian or another brother and sister to like, mm-hmm. you know, show them that. But I don't think it needs to be like pushed heavily. If you sure. know what I mean, it's it isn't a requirement to join because if I start exactly. doing that then everything is just works based um, and that's a problem Yeah. so I do think that the church is intended to have an influence on politics and that's I, I mean mm-hmm. that's gone on all throughout time as, yeah. as, as, as the church has been the church it has been an influence to politics and even according to the constitution and all that the idea of the separation of church and state it isn't that oh, oh the two can uh, never talk it was actually to the point that the state can't dictate the church yeah um, you know the church is intended to have an influence and needs to do so yeah and probably stronger than the thing it's doing at this point exactly um, but i think the other political problem that i've kind of picked up on and and a few other political commentators have gone through is that on the republican side they view them as the arbiter of god's truth to the point that things that aren't addressed in a scriptural sense are as important as scripture Mm -hmm. and and any conservative thing 
is a, a position held by God himself. And there are a few. I just don't think that's true. Yeah. Um, on the other end, on, on the Democratic side or on the left, it, they tend to view um, government as God. Yeah. That, you know, government solves all, all the problems, you know, give them all the power, all the authority, all, all the glory, all the honor and all that. And I think that is also a problem. Yeah. Because both of those give a very a misguided view of God. Mm-hmm. And the church, it, it, I, I do think the SBC and every, every other church, they need to stop being political, but they still yeah. need to speak to the truth of life and creation. Yeah, I think they need to stop being political in the sense of they can't, I don't think the church, like the church head, should mm-hmm. publicly declare like a position, which is basically mm-hmm. what they were doing. By, you know, like, being partnered with mm-hmm. the GOP, is that... Uh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. that's that's what The I Grand Old Party. The Grand Old Party. No, that's actually what it stands for. Oh, it is? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 that's actually it. <laughs> I thought you were joking. Nope, I'm pretty sure. Um, but I think talk, that... I'll Google that. I think that the church should play a part in government. And we talked about this, um, you know, most of the listeners have probably heard me talk about Teen Pact, um, where it's a, you know, a government camp where we learn about government, where it's first and foremost, you know, a Christian camp. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, we have, we, we, what year is it? I think it was not the most recent year, but the well, year before that. Anyways. 2016? I believe so. Something like that. Gotcha. Uh, no, 2017. Um, cause. Oh yeah. This but, year is this year. Yeah, Got this it. year is this year. <laughs> but anyways, we were talking about entitlement programs and how some people believe that the church should play a part in helping poor people. And, you know, I think that this is an example where, like, it's not – I'm not saying this is, like, how it should be, but I'm saying it's an example of, you know, how the church could help, um, you know, by – I, I'm not. I don't necessarily believe in this, but it's. This is just an example. But the church could help technically with money, um, giving it towards helping um, poor people. But well, they should. I mean, that one is scriptural. The church should be helping exactly the poor. And I think that we do. Like yes, but it's not always through the government. And I don't think it's necessary to. But I no. think that we could. Is what I'm saying. That's like right. that's an opportunity. Right. Where you could. Right. But, I mean, to be fair, the church should straight up be... Yeah, I can't remember the verse, but it does say somewhere. Leading the charge on that. Mm-hmm. I mean, as as far as that goes, it's kind of the same thing. Um, I'm going to be honest. I was having this conversation to a, another person. I know they were, um, you know, as, as far as caring over the planet and the environment and that type of thing, the church should be at the front of that mm-hmm. and instead we're way at the back um and that's kind of bothersome a bit now i do think the argument does tend to get really jammed up in global warming yeah. and i think like t- to me the you know person i was talking to they do think it's a thing they um you believe the all the data on that they and they think they're interpreting it you know true mm-hmm. i do, i i do not care I, I truly I truly don't care because I think it's a bad argument. If yeah. everything hinges on that, 
then then the two are never going to come together. From a scriptural standpoint, though, Christians should be caring over the planet because it was God's gift to us, and the first thing He said is like, "Hey." care over the planet and, yeah and and then make lots of babies those are the two <laughs> things have a ton of sex and take care of this planet and we have well we've done one of those things <laughs> no we haven't no one at this table like what are you well, talking not, about not, uh, so i'm yeah. saying as i, I don't even know where my race. recycling bin is i've done neither <laughs> so there's there's an interesting thing you know, like, yeah, I believe that we should be helping mm-hmm. the planet, and I think that there's, yeah, there's interesting things about that. I'm not, like, a specialist in this, obviously, but global warming-wise, this is just something interesting, mm-hmm. like, you know, just food for thought. Is that the term? I don't know what that is. Uh, yes, that is the phrase. For something to think on. I, well, anyways, in, I can't remember what year, I was learning about... Um, you know, the weather and stuff. And we mm-hmm. learned about ozone layers or mm-hmm. whatever, you know, the layers of the atmosphere. And and there was a thing, you know, how people say global warming is caused because we're mm-hmm. getting, there's breaks in our atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And that's... It's due to aerosol cans. And, but... They really drilled that one in my head. By like. what I learned mm-hmm. in uh, in my science book, it should be getting colder because... What the what the atmosphere does is the rays come through and it traps the heat. It's a greenhouse effect. Mm-hmm. That's how you know mm-hmm. plants grow so well and it's stuff like that basically. And basically, when there's gaps in the atmosphere, it's said in the science book at least that that means the heat is escaping, which means it should be getting colder. I think there's also another function of it that's blocking the massive sun from just scorching us all to death. What? The ozone. I think it's also blocking things out. It's so I I don't know. There's a lot of science behind I can't there. Remember. Yeah, it is. I, it's an. It's. I have a degree in psychology and divinity, so <laughs> what the heck do I know? I don't know anything. I mean, either. It, that was you, just one thing. That the was whole thing, though, is, yeah. is, is okay. Okay, take all that, push all that aside. Should we dump gallons of oil in the ocean? No. Is it good to take care of the planet? Yes. Yeah. Why do we not agree on this one? Like this to me is a partisan issue that I don't understand why it's partisan. Mm-hmm. You know, take care, you know, be good stewards of the planet. Yeah. Like, it's not be good stewards of anything that God good. has given us, and exactly. this is one of the things, a pretty big thing, honestly, uh-huh. that He's given us. <laughs> it's it's as if a person said, "Here, I bought a home." And I'm giving it to you, and then the first thing that you do is go and poop in the corner. Like, don't do that. Like, don't don't poop in the corner of the gift you've been given. So, um, and it's it's important to still care about the people that are are on on the fringes and on the outside and all that. Yeah, you know, you, you know, like, hey, if if person is a conservative, they are not a Democrat first; they're a Christian first. Yeah, and and. And everybody's created in the image of God, and even if they're gross, strange, or anything in between, it's really important to to view them as a brother in Christ first. Exactly. Um, there's a church I found. Yes. That um, it caught my attention for reasons that will become very clear very quickly. Um, <laughs> the name of the church, I, 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 all right. So I was applying for jobs in like 2014 or something. Uh, and I stayed yeah. on some job board sites because every now and then something, it would come through and it would be absolute gold. For example, there'd be a youth pastor job, part-time 20 hours a 
week and it'd be youth pastor slash worship leader wow slash Sla- oh, assistant slash. to the pastor is there another slash no but okay, this good. is a part-time job <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. a part-time job. And I'm not making that up. I know that's a common joke. I've actually seen that job. That's a real job. So I stay on there because every now and then I'll pull open a job description just for the chuckles. Can, and I can spot them pretty quick. It's like, oh, you're not going to find anyone enough <laughs> to join this yeah. job. It's not going not gonna to happen, my dude. Um, so uh, this one came to my inbox and I opened it straight away because the name of the church was called Scum of the Earth. Wow. Yeah, I'm just going to give that a minute. <laughs> that a minute that is in. interesting. Scum of the Earth Church. So naturally, I was intrigued. Yes. I needed to know. As would anybody, right? <laughs> I needed to know literally everything about this church. Because if you asked me to go to a church and I said, sure, what church? And then you told me, Scum of the Earth. What would, what I think would I'm think? busy that day. Yeah. Like that's how I would do that. But yeah. um, I checked into I checked into this church. They are not the thing I expected them to be. They're in yeah. Denver, Colorado. Makes sense. Um, and <laughs> that's mean. <laughs> um, you know the, I mean their their goal is to give people a church that feel as if they don't fit into church. Yeah. Um, they're strange. They're weird they're freaks they're outcasts they're broken they're poor um also i should note this just before danny gets smacked across the face in email mm-hmm. form they this is what they call themselves so like uh they're not to quotes extent, but no, yeah but like that's what they're saying is i'm not saying outcasts. anything i don't feel as if they would necessarily disagree with me. yeah they'd be like yeah. um i mean they <laughs> even talk about a few of their staff they've had to learn how to treat people bleeding out just because they're close to the church and, yeah. and they're there to help them and so i came into it kind of thinking is like okay this is going to be a weird church with oh we we worship anyone you know like that kind of thing yeah um just because that's what i expected which shame on me um i'm gonna own <laughs> i'm gonna own that because i did not expect them to have a church that they serve communion that they uh, mm-hmm. Come in and give them a meal and feed them, and they just take yeah. care of them, and they and they have a meal together. Um, I I I'm gonna be honest. I was blown away a bit, um, yeah. and very humbled uh, because you know I'm not gonna say that that I agree on everything they're doing, but that's not fair. I don't agree with any. Uh, I don't agree with 100 percent of anybody. Yeah, but I think they're doing a good job. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they had the documentary. Caleb and actually tuned into it. And yeah. uh, check out their site. I think it's scumoftheearth.net. Scumoftheearth.com is a angry death metal band. Don't. don't do <laughs> oh, yeah, one. yeah. That's right. Don't do that one. <laughs> the websites do look similar. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> yeah. They do look similar. But um, no, I, I mean, there there could have been people in the documentary that they're high. Um, yeah. You know, but. Aren't those the people God called us to exactly reach? Everybody, not yeah, not just like, because of their that they smoke or smoke weed or mm-hmm. because they have different political beliefs, like we were mm-hmm. talking about before. It's everybody. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter their race, mm-hmm. their where they come from, their history. 
that's what yeah it's very cool that i like about that church and they yeah. make that known yeah i mean y- y- they're not a big church and i i i never double down on this as a as a thing because in general i hate as as this gets in as as this gets into church and they start having these big conversations about this, I hate it. You know, church uh, marketing, I super hate that. I do mm-hmm. because it's not hard. If you follow God, do the best that you can. You know, there is some aspects of marketing to it. I do think they are held back a bit by their uh, marketing, mm-hmm. uh, just because it is hard to invite someone to scum of the earth. Yeah, um, I mean, to you know, just to be <laughs> like, honest, yeah, fair, honest, like that's yeah. got it is a hindrance, good or bad. But I appreciate that they're unapologetic about it. Yeah, um, and I honestly think i mean you can't know for sure but like if that's what god has called them to do and if yeah. they're not called to be a big church yeah. then so be it yeah god can still move mm-hmm. in what was it like 100 to 200 people uh 150 to 200 yeah yeah like yeah. just as much as he can move in 3,000 or more you know like it's it's really right. has to do with what mm-hmm. god wants and i'm not well, saying I, mean, I don't know for sure that they're doing mm-hmm. what god wants but well, you know, I mean, it doesn't good or bad. These are probably two hundred people that would have never set foot in a church. Exactly, um, which means that they're accomplishing in the, the right. Goal. Yeah, they're yeah. in the right place, and in, in some context. Now, granted, you know, I don't know if I deep dive on any church, I'll find stuff I disagree with. Yeah. Um, which, and that's partially because I'm just a cynical old angry man who yells at kids now. Also, that's because shoot your shot. Kid. Like, if you look at it, I don't know who said this the other day. I feel like it. But it's like Me. no church is going to be perfect yeah. because it's like it's people and yeah, everybody too many people involved. Yeah. <laughs> everybody is uh, you know sinful and uh, you know we're all hypocrites at some point mm-hmm. and that's why people yeah. get hurt. But that's just it's yeah. there's never going to be a perfect church. Yeah, the perfect church has no people in it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like perfect church is yeah. your quiet time with God, literally. Even but then, that's not even because, then. Yeah, I know. <laughs> even then, that's just. I've had times that that's just. It's not a perfect church, but it is. It, it's a good service. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. A, God's worked on some heavy things. Like, and another thing, you want to come up in here with those thoughts? How dare you? Yeah. Like, yes, God. Yes, God. You're right, God. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, I mean, have you ever gotten into an argument uh, uh, with God? Yeah, I would say so. Terrifying. Yes. <laughs> oh, because you start off all confident, too. You're like, God, I just don't understand why you got to come up here and do this. And God's like, Whoosh. yes, <laughs> speak to me again, boy. You know, like, only but in the sense of, no, no, but that's my boy. You know, like, yeah. uh, it's still familial, but also it's like you don't talk back to your dad like that because he's your dad and he'll smack you across the room. My dad never beat me. Let me clarify that. But, um, yeah, yeah, no, I've Mine's had like. That. Acting like I'm not listening. You know, like how you'll mm-hmm. feel God like speaking something unto mm-hmm. you. You'll feel like the heart tug. And you're just like, nah. Yeah. And it's like just slowly but surely it just right. takes you over and you're like, fine. <laughs> that's literally, that's probably most of my experiences. Yeah. But, you I, know. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, um, this church though, I was very surprised by them. Um, I did not expect them to have communion. Yeah. Uh, they did not appear sacramental, and they did both of those things. Um, I didn't expect that. I mean, they passed out plates and mm, meals just as people are coming in. They they had a meal together. Yeah, uh, pork cool. or anything else. You know, they did it, and uh, they uh, they had people come into church that I 
would have never profiled as people going to church. Yeah. Um, and that that says a thing. And I think it's important that all of us understand that, um, you know, as as far as... I call them a bunch of, of kind of mean things at the beginning, but, you know, they're outcasts, they're freaks, they're poor, they're all that. Mm-hmm. And I, I only... I only say that because that's us. Yeah. Um, Literally. Like, I'm the freak. I'm the outcast. I'm I'm all those things in a spiritual sense. And it isn't until Christ got a hold mm-hmm. that I became anything. Yeah. Uh, and and even if people are poor or rich, in, in the eyes of God, you're neither. Mm-hmm. And I've super appreciated that. Yeah. Um, I mean coming to God and just being broken down and then being built back up, you know, even if it's people I disagree with, they're still the people of God and yeah. they are brothers first. Exactly. That's, it comes down. I've mentioned this in the past and you've mentioned it in the past, but mm-hmm. it's, it comes down to, you know, there's love and agreement mm-hmm. and they're not the same thing, which right. we mix up all right. the time right and i like i do that i literally that's probably the number one thing that i have to preach to myself mm-hmm. is love and agreement aren't the same thing mm-hmm. and i can love someone who has completely different beliefs than i do um but i don't have to agree with them because right. it's not the same thing right but yeah now the only caution i'd give is that um, and, and only because I've seen this happen in many different churches is that in an effort to be open to everybody, um, a few churches, I'm not saying these guys do it, I have no idea, um, mm-hmm. but as people come in, you know, that isn't the end of their journey, that's the start. Yeah. Uh, and there is an aspect of discipling and, and growing spiritual disciplines that people do need to build. Yeah. Um, as they come in, although they're dirty... They don't stay dirty. Mm-hmm. You know, they are cleaned by the blood of Christ. They are um, coming closer to him and uh, tearing off the things that kind of hold us down. Yeah. Um, and all, all the things that think that that all of us think it, it makes us special, um, they're broken down and given to God. And it's God who, who clothes us in purity mm-hmm. and gives us riches beyond understanding. Yeah. So there is this aspect of... In coming to Christ, it is a it is a birth. It isn't a destination. It's a beginning. Yeah. So that's the only caution I have is that in a lot of churches they tend to just go, well, no, just come to church. Okay, good. You can stop now. You're fine. You don't have to do anything else. And it's like, no, no, no this is a brand uh, 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 new thing that uh, uh, you get to start, and it's exciting. Yeah. So and I think that's that's one thing. Um, it's like a lot of people think that you have to do. Like, I mean, you can. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that you shouldn't or you can't. Right. But, like, a lot of people think that you have to do more than just, like, bring them to the church. Like, mm-hmm. you have to be the one to save them. And that's something, like, that's an easy mindset to mm-hmm. get in. Even though it's like mm-hmm. we can only lead them or point mm-hmm. them to the right direction. Right. And that's our job. Right. That's, that's, what we were, that's what we're on earth for is to, right. you know, know God right. and make him known. And the way we make him known is by, you know, pointing to him. Look, this mm-hmm. is what has saved me. Mm-hmm. This is who my Savior is. Mm-hmm. This is my Lord. Um, 
you know, my father. And that's like, that's all we can do, right? Yeah. And God has to do the rest. And then all of us grab hands and chase God together. Yeah. So. But yeah, it's, it's easy to get like caught up in, I have to do all the work. I have to, even though it's just, it's God. Right. We, we can, we can point, but we can't make them grow spiritually. Right. But I guess that brings us. Speaking of spiritual disciplines, yeah. we have a new segment we're going to try out a couple of times. Yeah. We're going to dive into scripture. As I'm I'm dancing around the name of it, I'm realizing like right now, I don't like the name. You don't like the name? I don't. Well, it's really cheesy. So go ahead and introduce it. Hey guys, this is our new segment, The Bible Bros. <laughs> It's really, it's theme really music cheesy. music right here, baby. Uh, we're working on theme music. Yeah. We were going to use the old theme music, but I don't think we want to do that. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Shall you explain what this segment entails? So this segment is we're going to open up the Bible and then talk about it. Yes. Um, now, I, I, don't, I don't do this often because um, I don't know why I don't. I should. This is my thing, and I yeah. put money into this, so why don't I do it? No, um, I wrote a Bible study. Gosh. Yeah, I know. That came off like way angrier than I meant it to. That was, it's just my it, podcast. It, it stopped being funny, and I just kept going. Good night. Um, no, I try not to just you know, get on here to like, plug the blog or anything like that just because what that's not what we're here for. Yeah. Um, but I did do a Bible study, and as I was going through this thing, it just opened up. In a, in a, it, it was great. It was fantastic. Whoa. And that guy Motorcycle. is rushing <laughs> to go home and, and, and just crack it open now. It was on uh, Revelation chapter 3, 14 through 22, a little bit of background. Um, this is Jesus talking to John in a dream about the end of days. Now, granted, yeah. we can, I can give so much background for that because this is part uh, 9 in the series. Uh, that yeah. I just don't know how many... I'll be done when I'm done. Thank you very much. This could be a 44-part <laughs> series, whatever. Whoa. I'm on chapter three, or I'm finishing chapter three, and yeah. it's um, part nine. So um, Nice. So, Caleb, do you want to go ahead and uh, read it to us? Yes. Yes, I will. Chapter 14 through... Nope. Verse three. No, darn it. <laughs> no, chapter you're... Three. <laughs> Verse chapter 14. three, verse four. Did I say chapter fourteen? Yes, you did. Oh. And then <laughs> I, and then you got me thrown off, and I said no. <laughs> verse four, three. We are on chapter three, verse fourteen through through twenty-two. Twenty-two. This whole All right, it's getting cut. All right, all right. Are we <laughs> ready? Revelation. I got three, fourteen through twenty-two. I got to adjust my mic, or else I can't read this. Just bear, bear with yeah. me, guys. Yeah. Oh yeah, the mic me. is why you won't be able to read it. <laughs> all right, bring it back. All right. To the church in Laodicea. To the angel of the church in Laodicea. Okay. Right. Did you read the heading? <laughs> I, yes, I did. Did you read the I heading? I read the heading. I'm sorry, guys. Okay, I'm guys. Sorry. Just side note. In the original text of the Bible, they didn't have the headings or the verse numbers or the chapter numbers. We put those. Do you want me to start over? I kind of. Yeah. Okay, I'm starting I, I, I kind of do. I'm just going like to read a, the Bible. It's like a real. Right. That's like a weird pet peeve I have. Sorry. Go okay. ahead. Okay. To the angel of the church in Laodicea write, These are the words of the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the ruler of God's creation. I know your deeds, that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish you were either one or the other! Exclamation point. I didn't read that with uh, enough intensity. So, 
<laughs> because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I'm about to spit you out of my mouth. You say I am rich, I have acquired wealth, and do not need a thing. But you do not realize that you are wretched, pitiful, poor, blind, and naked. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire, so you can become rich in white clothes to wear, so you can cover your shameful nakedness and salve to put on your eyes so you can see. Those whom I love I rebuke and discipline, so be earnest and repent. Here I am, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. To the one who is victorious, I will give the right to sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat down with my father on his throne. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit has to say, what the Spirit says to the churches. Okay, so this. Now, I, I chose this because I, I was going through commentaries on this to prepare the Bible study for all that. Um, and I have been taught this wrong yeah. for my whole life. There are two very quotable passages in here yeah. that are just misquoted. Now, that first goes of all, for me, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so first of all, um, this entire thing is a massive smackdown to the church <laughs> To the church there. It yeah. is a massive smackdown. This is, is a very... Uh, 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 wealthy and powerful church. They had very fine clothing due to mm-hmm. wool they had there, and they also they became known as a center for ophthalm ophthalmology. I can't say that word. Ophthalmatology. Ophthalmatology. They made eye stuff. They made eye creams, and people came from all over to have these things. Oh. Um, and they had a lot of money. They had a lot of money yeah. in this place. So as Jesus, he criticized them as saying, instead, buy gold from uh, me because it's better. Also, I'm going to give better clothing. And also, uh, man, the eye cream I have, way better than yours. <laughs> like he, he chiseled at everything yeah. they are. Because uh, this is a church that became so prideful on their, on their kind of, like no, I'm I'm too good. I'm too this. I have the money. I have all this. That they didn't need God at any point anymore. They were a church that didn't need God. Yeah. So so the two things in there, um, because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold. I'm about to spit you out of my mouth. Every commentary I opened up said the same thing. Do we truly think God? wants us to be cold towards him instead of a like instead of caring about him a, a tad bit uh-huh and i was like oh my gosh so 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 the thing that had happened is in this town although they had a lot of good stuff their water absolutely undrinkable yeah um it had a lot of bad uh, mineral deposits in it the archaeologists have confirmed this they opened it up and said like yeah Stuff's messed up in there. So through aqueducts, they had to bring in uh, water from two different sources. The first was from Hierapolis. They had hot springs yeah. that people they'd go to for you know, m- m- uh, medicinal purposes. Yeah. Um, but through the aqueduct, by the time it got to the town, it was lukewarm and it was just nasty. Yeah. Uh, the other town had it was Colosse, uh, and they had a cool spring. 
that was flowing out of a mountain. It, it never stopped. It was like a ceaseless supply of cool, great uh, That's pretty cool. Uh, water. That's pretty cool. Okay, but <laughs> through the aqueduct, by the time it got to them, it was undrinkable. And and, and both of those, it was prone to make people uh, vomit. Yeah. So as he's saying there, he's not at, he, he's not actually saying, as I've been taught, hey, you either got to love me or hate me, but you can't in between me. Huh? Like, as I say that at this point, it's like, oh, yeah, that doesn't make sense at all. Yeah. <laughs> like, that doesn't make sense. Oh, oh, the thing that he's claiming is instead of being good for nothing, understand the purpose that uh, you've been created for. Because yeah. it's a church that doesn't uh, need God. That's a pointless church. Yeah. So don't be pointless. You know, have a purpose. Exactly. Because you're missing the purpose. It's pretty cool. My head exploded as yeah. I was going through this. Like, oh my gosh, I've even teach that wrong. I taught that wrong before. Yeah. That is pretty, pretty insane. Also, it's just cool to me that Jesus is talking. I don't know why. Yeah. That's like... <laughs> He's been doing this for two chapters, too. He's got a few more to go. When I think of Revelation, I always thought that it was just some random person, even though I, until recently, literally Mm -hmm. recently, recently, that I just figured out that it was Jesus talking Mm -hmm. to John. Yeah. But that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, that is, that's insane. Oh, yeah, because it isn't about love God or hate God, because all that is is a works-based kind of salvation that has a fancy hat on to disguise itself yeah it's like i have to be hot towards god i can't be you know like i can't have just a moderate amount of uh, love towards god i have to be blazing on fire for god yeah well the truth is you are not good at loving god period yeah until god gives the ability (laughs) i mean god strikes that first the call of god strikes first and out of that is the outpouring that comes, but it's only through God. And that's and that's where, like he's saying, is I'm standing at the door knocking. Uh-huh. If you let me in, uh-huh. we can do this thing. And that's the <laughs> other verse yeah. that people have taught poor. Well, all right, so so this is a thing they got true, but on accident. Uh-huh. Um, because people tend to preach that as God calling to non-believers as like, hey, just you know, open up. I'm trying to be there. Yeah. Okay. Who is this letter to, though? Mm-hmm. This letter is to the church. So yeah. this is a church that has pushed Jesus out because they don't need him. And instead of kicking down that door, guns blazing, uh, Christ is offering to come back in and to to share a meal together, to be an intimate connection to each other. A thief would have just snuck in a tyrant they i mean they'd kick down the door Mm -hmm. and jesus is instead knocking on the door of the church to bring them back to their right standing yeah it's not he's not talking to non-believers now granted it happens to also be true to non-believers yeah but he's not talking to non-believers here he's talking to people that have claimed they follow jesus except jesus is outside trying to get back into his house yeah because like what you like, you know? honestly if like you if we look at that i mean that's true even in my life like uh-huh. there's periods where you just like 
we you just don't out. yeah yeah and and that's i don't know it just doesn't make like when you're in when you're in your right mind you're like it doesn't make sense but there's just times i don't know i feel like it's more when i'm like high on stress mm-hmm. or something like that you know mm-hmm. i just tend to be like oh i don't have time for mm-hmm. to you know do my quiet time yeah. and grow my relationship with you yeah, and that's I literally the power through that's what it is is because yeah. he's like no see my purpose for you because right once you do, you're gonna love it, and right. like it's just everything's better. Literally, that's what he's saying. Everything is better. It may not be right. in the form that you think, uh-huh. but everything is better with me. Just yeah. so, like I don't understand why we do that, but we do, and I probably do way more than I need to. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't need to, but I'm saying more, way more yeah. than I should. Yeah. yeah, more than I need to, and by that I mean I've at done all. it at least <laughs> once. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like once is one too many. Yeah. yeah, um, but it is like it's it, we all get in. The, I, I don't know if you've gotten that mindset before, um, but I know I have. Oh I yeah, no, yeah, yeah, often. You yeah, know? like I've I was. I've tried to, in this, I wouldn't say this is good or healthy, I've tried to take pride in being the best I can. Now, mm-hmm. granted, I think there's a point that that's good, and then there's a line past that where it becomes prideful. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I am trying to give God the best I have, but I have to also understand that the best I have still ain't great. You know, like, yeah. it, it, compared to God, the best I have, not fantastic. Um, so it's only through God that I'm able to do anything of any substance. But I almost treat it as if I have to do good enough in order to gain God's approval, which is backwards. Yeah, I have exactly. God's approval, and now I'm free to do good enough yeah. because God has put good enough inside of me. Yeah, it's our our love. I mean, his love, mm-hmm. like, you know, what I see happens, like, it's it. our heart literally, the, is it in Psalms, verse at the seams or whatever, our heart bursts at the seams. Sounds like Psalms. Um, because like his love is literally overflowing, mm-hmm. and that's where we can do our works because we love him so much. Mm-hmm. We have the will mm-hmm. to serve him, but like it gets flipped very mm-hmm. easily sometimes. And right, ah, it's interesting. It's, it's easy to stumble into pride in this, and, yeah, and to think that I did a thing. Yeah, you did. Not. You didn't do nothing. Yeah, um, our salvation is based on grace alone mm-hmm. and nothing else you you can't do anything mm-hmm. and it, it's <laughs> a a freeing uh, a moment to understand that even if i have all the power influence and everything that god is still greater yeah. but is offering it yeah i don't have to be good enough because i'm i'm just given this gift out of grace yeah it's just you know it's insane to think yeah like we always just get back in the mindset that we're the ones that like right i don't know how like right now you know when you realize how just ridiculous that is mm-hmm. and then just like you just get into that so easily you just gotta smack yourself across the face yep. every day <laughs> remind yourself yes but in a good sense in a good sense yes i a smack across the face that is for in realization love, yeah. yes a loving smack <laughs> so but yeah that's a that is a very interesting yeah. also i'm gonna plug this danny's blog on this if you want to dive deeper into that read it it's really good it'll be on i i i realize i need to make it easier to find stuff on there <laughs> someone told me like is there an easy uh e- 
easy way to get to it. I was like, no, there's not. <laughs> I need to work on that. So um, it'll be in the show notes. I'm going to tie this on there. It is part uh, uh, nine, so if you want to go through the other eight, yeah, also on there, and I'll make that Otherwise, easy. go to gospelpost.com mm-hmm. slash blog. I don't know what it is. Just gospelpost.com. Okay, yeah, and then go to blogs, and then just look for it. A letter to the Church of Laodicea. I, I don't actually think that's where it is. Uh, no, it was on there. I went no, on. There. I mean, can you go to justgospelpost.com? What am I typing in? Let's figure out. Let's, we're doing it live. Uh, I think you can. Yeah, it's on there. So, and it's at well. The if you go, oh, so you're saying it's on the home page? Oh, it's on articles. Articles, not blogs. Articles. Uh, I changed okay. it for SEO. Um, yeah, it's in there. So yeah. I'll I'll make it easy to find. But it's really cool. Um, also, if there's any questions that people have, or because our podcast does answer questions from time to time, we didn't today, so bad example. But <laughs> um, you know, also check us out gospelpost.com slash podcasts. Yes, uh, and send us a question, either a Bible question or a question on advice, which we will uh, probably joke about first, but then try and give a serious answer unless we know nothing about it. Then it'll just be like two jokes. Yeah. Um, or Bible questions. Cause we have a brand new segment called the Bible bros. Bible bros. Yeah. I, <laughs> I just feel like a dork. <laughs> um, so yeah, go ahead and ask those. Uh, we're totally down to answer those. Yes. And, um, yeah, if they're interested in checking us out on social media, where can they go? Caleb, you can go on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and you will find us at the Gospel Outpost. I was about to say .com, but no, just the Gospel yeah. Outpost. <laughs> I refuse to get a LinkedIn. Not going to happen. Yeah. Someone Not told me that the other day that I should get a LinkedIn, and I was like, please, no. Please. Just yeah. don't. Stop. It's another no. social media to ignore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I'm working on a Zenga page. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? That's the old school. Okay. <laughs> Check us out on MySpace, We're working too. on MySpace. <laughs> Gosh. Oh my gosh. A Zenga reference. Okay. That means it's time to go to bed. So, um, yeah. Anything else we need to plug? Anything cool out there you want to? I don't think so. I think it's about it. Right? Awesome. Yeah, I think so. So that's going to do it for us today. I'm Danny. And I'm Caleb. And we are Nobody, Nobody Special. special.